Okey-dokey Smokey. Okey Smokey, Loki. How is your Smokey? How is everybody smokes and jokes? Oh, it's so fantastic to see everyone tonight here in the flesh. Yes, 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 yes. Finally, we've got ourselves another moss shot oh my god yes we do a moss shot hello boys hello my boys how are you i hope everyone's very good how's everyone doing how's everyone doing everyone's doing very well how is everybody doing okay uh this is great we've got oh garfield hello garfield what a what a mainstay staple staple of this we owe you so much. Will M. Oh, my God. Will M. Will I am. So happy that you're here. <laughs> right? Uh, now, uh, Will and Garfield, just let us know right in the YouTube chat if you can hear us all right. How do we sound? Yes. Uh, how is everything doing, uh, Garfield? Hey, Garfield. Ga- Will M. Garfield. Garfield, how you doing? Test one, test two. Always remember that when Doug Marinci came out and did an improv show mm. at the Bad Dog in front of like two people in the crowd. Yeah. And he came out and he hit the stage like he was opening or headlining Carnegie Hall. Hey! <laughs> Doug Marinci, who is a very well known improviser from the Toronto improvising scene. He's an old man now, he lives in Los Angeles, but he left an impressive, he left an impressive impression. And I, would, and I would say that that's pretty impressious. My impression. <laughs> okay, okay, look. Hello, welcome everybody. Okay. Thank you once again. This is another one of our moss shots. This is moss shot number four. Whoa. That's Have we right. done four already? Bad enough. We've done, yeah, we've done. You're doubling up right now. Doubling up. You're in the moss shot lead. Second time around the sun, eh, for this guy? That's right. I'm <laughs> yeah, you look, to uh, yeah, you look wiser. No crow's feet yet. No crow's feet. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm very excited because, again, another opportunity to play D&D with my boys that I just absolutely love. And uh, But first, I think we have a little housekeeping to take care of. Do we not, Tommy? A little bit. Well, okay. we want to thank our new patron, Ian Scarf. Scarf, like a scarf that you wear, but with an E. Scarfe. We want to call him Scarfe? Ian Scarfe. I think uh, Ian Scarfe. Well, that is great. Ian Scarfe, thank you Thanks, so much Ian Scarfe. for joining us. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Good Ian guy. Scarfe. He sent me a nice little message or us a nice little message on there. Yeah. Yeah. Did uh, he really? He did. Yeah, it's good to connect. He was uh, just uh, riffing on uh, the Curse of Strahd. He's a big fan of that. Oh, uh, well. So. You know, I'm also a big fan of the Curse of Strahd campaign podcast by Dwarven Moss. Yes. Right. I've heard that that's a fantastic yeah. campaign. Uh, they do a very good job at their job. Yeah, I hear that Eps are coming along. It's sort of like no the, spoilers, the, like the yeah. main show of this conglomerate oh, that yeah. Dwarven uh, Moss has yeah. become with all of their reach and legs and yes. arms and limbs and all of this D and D. I think I'm gonna go cross-eyed. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. What is happening? Well, um, to, to to get us all started, um, I am running this Moss shot as we mentioned, and uh, I am taking these two gentlemen uh, through uh, a little adventure that uh, I think they will enjoy. Now, to get us started, um, 
why don't we why don't we just explore who our characters are? Interesting. And, uh, yes, yes. I'm going to grab my sheet right well, now. Well, as part of uh, the moss this. shot uh, methodology, we know nothing about our characters. Know nothing <laughs> about the characters. I should also say that it does say the Gladiator games in YouTube, but this is not the Gladiator games. This is something that's a bit different than Gladiator. Oh, games. I see. We can uh, shut that uh, little uh, character. Uh, we can turn that character off on, oh, yeah. o on OBS. Uh, but that. that's okay. That's okay. You know what? I mean, it's it's fun. It's the Gladiator Games Part Two. Yeah, that's, exactly. that's the last one. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, I, I we could start off with my character. Yeah, you're gonna start off. Okay. Well, let's do this then. Why don't if uh. Yeah. Why don't Why don't you give us a little uh uh a rundown of who you are? Wait, you dropped a fun a fun bomb on us earlier today mm -hmm. not even long ago we sounds disgusting mm -hmm. <laughs> that's right that's why we'll like see it. how disgusting it gets um we're level 10 you are two level 10 characters that is correct holy smokes yes and i'm playing a forest gnome a barbarian okay named vortai of the woods okay vortai in, uh, of the woods okay do i say we the well he hails from uh, your wood He's, there's, they've had an issue with, there's been a, a rift in the, a portal from the Feywild in the forest. kind of happens around there. Oh. And these Fomorians, if you guys know what Fomorians are. I don't know what Fomorians are, no. They're these cursed, like they were once these beautiful giant people Ooh. that were gorgeous, but they were so um, arrogant that they actually, they ended up paying for their, uh, you know, vanity. And so now they look totally disgusting and they're kind of hunched over, mm. but they are a giant folk. What are they called? Fomorians. Fomorians. Fo FOMO. Fomorians. FOMO. Fomorians. Fomorians. Wow. I'm afraid of Fomorians. Okay, well, there's a... I'm afraid of the world. They've been snatching kids in the village of Yearwood. That's the problem. Oh. And it's possible they've been performing rituals on them. We don't know what they're doing. But they've sent a Vortai, uh, one of the bravest, to explore the world of Faerun and seek help. Vortai. Yeah. All right. And Vortai, well, he's a forest gnome, so he's not too tall. They're, I think they're a little shorter than regular gnomes. He's about three feet tall. Okay. And um, he's very well dressed. He's right. a studious guy. He wears glasses. And um, yeah, he's just got a little little rugrat brown head of hair. Okay. You know, a bulbous nose, a little reddish on there. Yeah, yeah. That's all we'll say for now. Okay, Vortai of the Woods. Yes. All right. Forest okay. gnome. He's a Fomorian. His his distant lineage. Well, no, Fomorians are his enemies. They've been breaking oh, in through I a portal. See. They're oh. they're actually Fey giants. You can think of them as that. I they are the giants see. of the okay. of the Feywild. Right. Of course. And uh, of course. in these kind of enchanted forests around Aglarond, uh, sometimes it happens. Right. And it just so happens these Fomorians are busting into his village and taking kids. That is despicable. Yeah, so they sent their t their toughest. Okay, who's, who's who? Like, are you, are you the? Can you say that again? Are you the? I am Vortai of the you, woods. Your name is Vortai. Yeah. Okay. Vortai. Name is Vortai. He is a forest gnome. gnome. Forest gnome. Yeah. He's right there. Well dressed. Let's take a look at uh, the old image of Vortai right on the screen there. Oh it's yeah, just, yeah, uh, yeah. Nice. Uh, is he up there? Yeah, there he is. There he is. Sure. Nice. That's Vortai, guys. That's Vortai. That's Vortai. All right. Studious man. He loves ceramics. Uh, he has a lot of passions. <laughs> okay, great. Loves ceramics. Great. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's a, that's 
That's good to know, Vortai. Vortai, nice to meet you. And uh, I mean, Don't I shame. guess uh, coming shame. up next, Jay's character, if you don't mind uh, just introducing your character. Okay. My character's <clears throat> name is Delira Reese. <laughs> Delira Reese. Okay, now, uh, Reese, now, I got this name earlier, and it's the same spelling as Christina Ricci, but her name is Delia Reese. Yeah. Oh, okay. Great. And, uh, well, I won't. I'm not going to say much because, I mean, I don't want to just uh, send it out into a void. But I'll I'll introduce when when we're in, like when we're in or whatever. Sure. Um. So. But I will say that she is uh, a formidable-looking, tough lady of um, middle age. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, yes, she does oh. seem to have age on her. She's she has some age and torn, worn, torn. The Game of Thrones. Uh, very intelligent-looking eyes. Ooh, oh, okay. And I love it. Uh, and that's the sort of image you she have. Comes of, with experience. Yes. Yes. Okay. yes. Interesting. Okay. So this is beautiful. Um, so, so we'll find out more. Jay has chosen to to just divulge a bit more, uh, which is great because then we can uh, find out about, you know. Who uh, Delia is? We can find out. My I'm getting a Brienne of Tarth vibe, especially with that armor. Oh, okay. Mm. okay. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Well, let's not base too much on looks, right? Because you can't judge a, a looks by its cover. A you look know? by <laughs> a lover, no. <laughs> now that's too much. Let's take a moment here and think to ourselves: Do these two have a past? Perhaps they don't. Perhaps they do. If they do. We could do a real quick past build right now. I would be open to just being, I'll work with whatever's given to me. If I have those constraints, it's almost like when game's on, I sort of like to turn into like, uh, I don't know, hey, Chad, I don't know the way you guys play D&D, but when I play D&D, it's like I want to discover things in real time, but I will go in with any sort of uh, boundaries or guardrails that the... Um, session zero, that this is sort of like a session yeah. zero in a way, okay. right? Wow. Tom, you're good with this. Yeah, so I like, yeah, I like I that. I think I gave a little background. Okay. I, I love that's, it. I think that's enough. Well, then, taste. perhaps we should begin. Uh, Maestro, if you may cue up the oh. uh, yes. music that shall take us in to our story. Dearest friends, together with their families, Vortai, Forest Gnome of the Woods, and Lady Delira Reese, request the honor of your presence at their marriage this Saturday, <laughs> July the 9th, 3472. Of the first dawn age. It's like, this is our marriage? We request your humble presence and welcome you as you make your way down to the city of Athcatla. 
Welcome, friends and family. It's nice and hot there. Please make your way. Yes, it is a beautiful sunny day on the coast of Athkatla, in the southern sword coast of Arm, nestled between the two mountain ranges to the north and south. Athkatla, a hot and humid city that travelers from all over Faerun visit. But today is special, for it is the wedding ceremony of Lady Delira and the forest gnome Vorta. Vorta, you got it. it. Killing it. In the beautiful blue sky (laughs) of the Sword Coast, (laughs) in the world of Faerun, these two are getting ready. They, after a long time of building their friendship, of knowing one another, but perhaps we shall even find out more once we meet them. You are in Athkatla, in one of the most beautiful chapels that sits upon one of the highest hills. It is a gorgeous day. As the people begin to make their way in to the chapel, I would like to go to the chat. <laughs> Dearest chatters, who would you like to visit first? Lady Delaria or Voltai? As the seagulls are making their way across the skies. Okay, so so is Voltai? Just to paint the picture for me, is this? Have we? Are we about to like meet down the aisle or type of thing? Or is this a couple days before a wedding? Have we arrived in this beautiful? This is the day of the wedding. Oh my gosh! Okay, these are moments before your guests are piling into the chapel as we speak. Both of you are in your respective rooms getting ready. One, obviously, with your groomsmen, the other with your bridesmaid. You are eagerly preparing, but we do not know how you feel about this. We shall find out how you feel, though, in moments. So far, I have two votes. And what we will do is go now to the bride-to-be, eagerly waiting with one of her bridesmaids named Felshesa. And Val Shessa sits on the edge of the bed, talking to her friend Delaria, calming her nerves and making sure that she is ready for her day in the sun. Well, you look stunning. Today is your day, isn't it? And, uh... The camera goes over and sees just and goes up to the back, sitting at, at a desk, sees the back of this war torn yes. warrior woman. Yes. And uh and the camera goes around and sees that this sharp and distinguished and very chiseled skin 
is sucking a, a cigarette, like Ooh. a long sort of like oh, wow. Cruella Deville like <laughs> cigarette, <laughs> and 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 she's got this look of glazed over on her eyes, and she's holding up a a goblet, and and on her armor she's got very haphazardly thrown like little. Uh, like flowers and necklaces that look as if they're there just because they have to be. Yeah. And she looks up. She goes, "What was that, doll?" I said, "Today is your day, my sweet. Finally, you've put so much time and effort in, and finally, you're getting the attention you deserve." Honey, it's a means to an end. That's all I have to say. Oh, really? Is there any more wine? Oh, absolutely here. And she reaches over to this big jug, and the camera pans over, and you see that there's three empty jugs sitting in this one full jug of red wine. And she pulls, pours some yeah. and fills your goblet to the brim. <laughs> Ooh. Drink up, sweetie. Hey. Thanks, dollface. Oh. You know, it should be you that's getting married. Oh, come now, Delira, you have you have spent so long on the battlefield, developing your skills. What you need now is to settle down. And don't let your mother control you like she always has. I still can't believe that my mother found out about this. Well, I mean, word gets around quickly in Athcatla. <sighs> You know this. How do you feel? And and she turns away, and then the camera goes up for a close-up of of a blank, more dark, distinguished stare from Delira. And she says, I'll just say this, kid. If I were you, when I get married, when you get married, marry for love, not for something else. And a look of determination oh, wow. falls over Delira's eyes as the camera pans up. It pans up and it pans up past this ashtray filled with cigarettes that Delira has been. And as it pans up, it just catches the top of the door that opens. And your Ooh. chamber door opens. And in walks Delira's mother. A frail... <sighs> old bony woman with one eye squinting and the other eye judging. Oh, well, well, well. Look who it is. Leave us! She looks at Valjessa and Valjessa I'll see you in the ceremony. She gets up and she straightens her dress and she bows to That's Delira. Fine, yes, I shall see you soon. And Delira ashes her long ash into an ashtray. And then turns away from her mother. How'd you find out? Deliria's mother looks at her judgmentally. You don't think I would know about my daughter's marriage? Well, you didn't find out about the last four. <laughs> Despicable. You, Deliria, have always been a nuisance to this family. The Reese house will 
prosper. And this wedding will be the key. Do you understand? Mother, Look at me when I'm talking to you! I'm looking at you. And these two crinkled old faces are looking at each other. One a bit more crinkled and old than the other. One crinkled from age, one crinkled from war. And then Delirious mother pulls out an even longer cigarette and lights it in her big, gross, bony fingers. They look like old twigs. And and Delira takes up another from a, a, a nice ornate box on the table and a long cigarette. And it's like they've... This mother and daughter have smoked their whole lives together, and they just kind of do it like commonplace. Oh, yeah, you're lighting yeah. one up? Okay, yeah. I'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll light one up, too. And Delira holds over this really, it seems like they're in a very nice, lavish place, and she holds over this round, like, bent metal um, flint and mm. lighter, and it produces this big, floppy, thick flame. Yeah. And it lights up. The, this room, and this room is, you're right, it's very lavish. You are in a very nice place. From rags to riches, huh, Ma? Oh, yes. You wish rags to riches. This is exactly my point, Delaria. You better understand that this wedding means a lot to Reese's. And you better not mess it up like you did the other four times. It is very important that you... And she looks around, she makes sure the door closed, and she leans into your old smoky face. You better make sure that this wedding goes off without a hitch. Do you understand me? There's a lot riding on your union. I'll do my best, Ma. You don't even love this man, do you? Why? Did you love Dad? Did I love your father? No. I hated him. The brute that he was. Soured from the inside. Disgusting. An animal. But did I do it for the family? Yes. Yeah. I did it for us, House Reese's. And you shall do the same. I'll make sure that this goes off without a hitch, Ma, okay? If you need extra persuasion, and she digs her bony, naily finger into a small I don't need any other necklaces. I look fine. I didn't... They said I didn't have to take off my armor. She pulls out a golden ring that looks like it's indented. No. She puts it in your hand. What are you doing? If anything goes wrong, switch that ring out for the wedding ring. That is a poisoned ring. Use it to your discretion. But if you need it, it is there for you. You understand that the family that you're marrying comes from a certain woods that is over top a certain gem mine that can fill our pockets with gold. I know, Ma. We'll act like it. <sighs> it is very important this union happens. I do not care your feelings for this gnome. <sighs> but you will make sure it happens. Even if you have to poison him. To make him fall in line. Do you understand me? 
and Delira looks away, lights up another long cigarette. <laughs> this floppy flame lights up Delira's aged face, a couple of scars. And she says, Yeah. Yeah, you got it, Ma. And with that, her mom stands up and straightens her gown. And she'll be at the ceremony. Behave yourself. And she turns around. She opens the big wooden door and she slams it behind her. And Delirea, you are left alone. As the windows fill with the passing seagulls of Athcatla. And a smell of incense and cured meat flows in through the window. You can tell that the wedding feast is beginning. And the camera follows the smell out the window and crosses two more windows and tilts down to show the people entering the chapel and tilts back up and enters another room. A room where a a, a gnome is getting himself ready for his big special day. And sitting with him in his room is his groomsman, Jibby. And Jibby is saying, Oh, man, you look good, man. I can't believe it. I can't believe it, man. It's finally happening, man. Today's your day, man. I can't believe it. Yeah, what are you going to do? Man? I can't believe it. Oh, man. Oh, man. And he's just your friend. This has been a friend of yours for okay. a very long time. And he's traveled a very long way to be an Athcatla as your groomsman, Jibby. And, and you po- look great. And he's just uh, well-kempt. He's got a nice little suit on. And he looks to Jibby. And he says, I, 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 I know. I, 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 I can't. I can't believe it, but I, 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 I told you I could do it. Yeah, you were right, man. I'm so it, happy for you. She, she, she's, she's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's beautiful. Hey, uh, I wanted to ask you, I mean, tell me if I'm out of line or something, but she's a little bit old for you. <laughs> <laughs> come, come on, Jibby. Age knows no bounds. Well, man. So glad I came, man. You're my best friend. And I'm oh. so happy for you on this day. I can't believe it. You're, you're going to make me cry. No, you're going to make me cry. I, I can't do this before the my, 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 my big moment. I can't do this. Hey, hey, man. Just just watch yourself out there. You're a good guy, okay? You're in a really big city, okay? Things are changing for you. Uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm moving up. And 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 plus, the the, the are, are are really well connected. They 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 can help with the Fomorians back home. Well, let's hope so. I mean, and, and I do love her. I it, it's truly 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 a, a wonderful union. Man, this is just oh boy, this is just so beautiful. <laughs> I got a surprise for you, Vortai. You shouldn't have. You already came all this way. No, I should have. Because I know how important this is for you. And Jibby stands up off the bed in this old oak bed with all these carvings. He stands up and it doesn't make a sound, but the pillows and the fluff 
of this beautiful mattress. Make the soft floof as he gets up. And he hops off the bed, right? Because he's a no, right? And he's a small guy, right? So he pops yeah, yeah, off yeah. the bed and he lands with his big fat toes on the ground. I love it. And he walks over to the door and he goes, I know some of our children are missing, but you're still a child yourself. And this day wouldn't be, be, be complete if he wasn't here, man. And he opens the door and in walks your father. <laughs> Jibby's father. Jibby's father? Jibby's. Sorry, 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 sorry. Oh, Vortai's no. father. Vortai's father. Dad, you, you made it. <laughs> yes, I made it, son. I would not have missed this for the world. I, I can't believe, believe it. I, I, I thought, thought you were. I thought you were staying home with the tribe. I was. But I could not let my only boy spend his wedding day alone. With a fool like Jibby. <laughs> <laughs> and you all chuckle and buckle with each other. Oh, Dad, I, I, I love you. Oh, son, I love you. Jibby, if we may have the room for a moment. And Jibby goes, yeah, yeah, of course, I'll see you. <laughs> I'm going to be down in the semi. I'm going to get some drinks. <laughs> Bye. He walks out. Ba -dum 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 -dum. Jibby. <laughs> and he walks out and the big oak door closes. And your father, his name is Vigo. Vigonin. Vigonin. Vigonin? Vigonin. Vigo and Vortai. Vigonin and Vortai. Vigonin. And Vigonin. That's my boy. Are you trepidatious about your choice at all? What? Are you feeling the pre wedding jitters? Well, I I, I feel p pretty calm for now, but I am a little uh, over overstimulated. Yes, I understand. Look, my son, it is, it's important that you know this. <laughs> this family, the Reese's, they are quite dastardly. They wish to tear down our woods. You're telling me this now? That, that, that can't be true. Yes. They're going to help us with the, the woods. I am sorry, my boy, but this is information that I felt I had to keep from you. Who, who told you this? I shall not tell. Dad? Come on, we're blood. And Vigonin looks back. And I want you to roll a persuasion. See if you can get your dad to tell you who told you the salacious information. This is quite, this is moments before you're walking down the aisle with wow, the woman that you just said you loved. And your dad is telling you something pretty interesting. Okay. It's a big first roll of the game. Big first roll big of the roll game. Here, big roll here. I got a 18. Oh, Vigonin looks at you and he says, fight. It was a diplomat. Someone who works for the Greater Council. He has come and he met with House Reesey. And under the guise of night, a doppelganger got information from him and knew that they wished to open up the land and get treaties to the land of the forest in which we live and clear-cut our home and dig into the mines. 
so they may get those precious gemstones for themselves, son. Do you understand? I, I, I think I'm, I think I'm processing. This union is dangerous. What do you, what do you suppose I do? You must do this. And he turns around and he digs through this pouch that looks like it's just a normal pouch, but his whole hand dips inside the pouch. And he rubbles around and he pulls out a ring. A ring lined with gemstones. Son, use this only when you feel you must. What does it do? This is a ring of invisibility. If you put it on, you will vanish. But only for a short time. For it is outside of its Feywild creation. Will I dis disappear to the Feywild? You will only disappear from those who are in your immediate presence. But why, why would I want to disappear at my own wedding? You must know when you get a chance of opportunity. If you choose to do so, use the ring. Oh, jeez, I don't know, Dad. Or switch it. Sounds like a problem to me. Switch it and make her disappear. She will never know. Okay, and he grabs the ring and he... I guess he puts it in his pocket to give to... Is Jibby gonna... He's the best man? Jibby's the best man. Okay. He has an idea and he's gonna have... Uh... He's, he's got a... There's, he's looking around and... He's looking for like another box that he can put this in. There's a box. There's boxes everywhere. There's like one of the gifts that so like someone yeah, I think absolutely. someone gave him some of those uh, cufflinks. Cufflinks. So he takes definitely. the cufflinks, these bronze cufflinks, discards them, places the ring into it, closes it cl with his father's hands. Yes, these chubby little gnome hands. They both close it together. These two sets of hands. Okay. Our future is in your hands now. And all hell will be released. If something goes wrong, I know this house we see. They always have a trick underneath them. He's he's overwhelmed by all of this. Just processing. Ah, I believe you be. And join your sisters down in the ceremony. Sort of cuts to the band right now that's yes. playing this this music to the beautiful band and the camera goes out of the window and it goes down 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 to the beautiful chapel inside the chapel windows and you see people gathering now sitting in their seats everyone taking their place <laughs> and the altar is bare the band plays and at this moment, an old giant steps out onto the wedding dais. And everyone begins, <clears throat> they hum and they haw and they scuffle and they call quiet down. And the room begins to hum with the giant's voice. Welcome all to the union of two very important people. Yes. Cheer. Yes. As you know, the lady, Delirio Risi, 
and her exploits on the battlefield. Am I right? Yes. Absolutely noteworthy. And of course, you know the fortitude and charm of Vortai of the Woods. Yes. Yes, celebration. It is thus. Now, to begin the ceremony, please. And he points his big giant hand over to the band. And the band starts to play lovely music. As the chandelier magically hovers above the room, very Harry Potter-esque, and making their way down the aisle right now is Jibby. Jibby makes some way down. Hey, I, oh, I was, hey, everybody, hey, all right. And he walks down. And followed by him is the father of the groom. Vigonin makes his way down with his big staff in hand. And his eyes are wide as he looks back and forth and he bows his head to the guests on both sides. Yes, yes, yes. And he lines up at the dais. And these gnomes are but tiny pebbles to the giant priest. And now, the bride. And we see the bride's maid, Valjessa, in her beautiful red satin gown. As she wafts her way down the aisle, and following her is the mother, the matriarch of House Risi. And she makes her way down with her cane on the ground. She knocks, and she sort of eyeballs people here and there through her squinty old eyes. And she takes her place on the dais. And with the beautiful strings playing, we see Vortai make his way down. He walks. She. Vortai. Oh, he, Vortai. The Sorry, groom I'm not Vortai. First. Yeah. Yes, the groom the comes groom first, first that he may wait for his bride. And Vortai, how are you feeling? Vortai's demeanor has changed quite a bit. He's oh. had some time to think about things, okay. searching his heart, whatever right. he's found. You just see that his uh, he has a very ruddy red complexion. His face is beet red. Okay. And he's walking um, confidently okay. to the point as he makes his way down the aisle. And he lands. And the singing starts to welcome the bride. And everyone stands up and turns their attention to the huge chapel doors. And there she is, smoking, <laughs> <laughs> taking the last drag of her Del Morier <laughs> Puts it out on the ground in the red carpet. Does it out. And Lady Delirea Risi <sighs> makes her way down the aisle. And what is, and she makes her oh, way down the aisle. God. <laughs> <sighs> Almost ah, half asleep. Looks like he just <laughs> woke up from a bender. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
Delaria takes in the room and her eyes scan and sees the sort of crowd in the and sees um, uh, the friend, the uh, best man, Jibby. Jibby, the best, the groomsman, yeah. Makes eye contact with Jibby. And Jibby's like, ah, yeah. <laughs> and All the right. camera then shows, it's like my POV, yeah, and it yeah. shows um, the father. And the father just looks at you, and Vigo Neem's. Uh, I guess I want to roll a. If I can, I, I want to see if I, that if I sense anything. Roll an insight, you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You're looking at this father who you've never met. This is the first time here, right? You've never met him, so this is quite six. Oh, you just see the face of a scrunched-up nose. So the camera just mm. keeps going across, <laughs> and now it sees uh, uh, Delira's mother. Delira's mother, Lady Foop. Lady Foop, yes. Lady Foop. Lady Fuprisi. She's sucking on a unlit cigarette because she just wants to get that little tobacco. Mm-hmm. And her eyes are darting around. Yes, incredible. Him. She's sort of grumbling and honking and bonking. And the camera continues and and, and also finds itself on the, the my uh, the bride my bridesmaid Valjessa. Valjessa. Yeah, Valjessa is looking at you like. She's looking at you like, look at what you got. That's a gnome. You know what gnomes can do? <laughs> and uh, and upon looking at Veljessa, Reese, uh, 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 Delira just kind of goes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. <clears throat> and and then that. here's the music. Yeah. The music. Is this my cue? And the flute players are. Will somebody give me the... Am, is, am I supposed to... Looking down the aisle. Now? Now? And the big giant priest. Yes! Now we shall begin. Okay. Brother. And Delira starts to... Take some labored steps. And kind of like shamefully... The, the accoutrements of, like, flowery necklaces around her armor look so out of place on her, as if it's, like, making her uncomfortable just by seeing them. Yeah, I mean, this like is this her warrior. wedding dress, right? It's just like, well, no, she's in armor. Okay. And the only okay. thing that she's added, it's like the <laughs> it's bare like minimum, is a few, like, <laughs> you know, pitiful necklaces made of, like, flower leaves, and, like, it's just, like, these long, sort of, like, lays. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. Yes, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> the band is going. And it's really loud. The flute player is getting right up next to Delira and like doing like a traditional dance or right yeah. around the bride and like th- throwing the flute Very towards Very traditional, it. yeah. And All people right. are loving it. Yeah. Right. Jesus. <laughs> ah, the geez. flute kind of. You hear a tooth of the yeah. flute. Actually, Delira, when it gets too close, Delira takes the flute and it kind of muffles it, puts a thumb right. Her big fat thumb over the end. It goes, and the bar goes. That's enough. That's too close. And she continues to walk down the aisle. Now the camera goes over POV. POV walking slowly up and seeing uh, Vortai. Vortai. And he's looking up and he's got his uh, he's got his fist clenched. 
and uh, she notices that his complexion is a little different than normal. I should mention he's also wearing traditional gnomish uh, wedding garb course, for the yes. man, which of course is a raccoon skin hat, oh. two-tailed from the Feywild. <laughs> right. There's two tails, and the final two tails are kind of tied in like a little braid. Oh, the very long tail Fantastic. goes all the way down to the ground. I love it. Drags around. Wow. Yeah. As is tradition with his family. <laughs> Everyone just sort of stands there and they kind of wait for the band to sort of do their. Like the band's rocking now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is an old traditional song they use to walk all people down the aisles. So yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy's like having a great time like this. Oh, okay. yeah, Jimmy's, Jimmy's like, like he's headbanging like off. Camera the side. from Jimmy wow, over to the wow, band, wow, and the band's wow, even doing wow. that thing with each other, where like they're looking at each other, yeah. like into it. Yeah, the band is actually turned towards each other and just actually playing because the the now it's just all the percussion. <laughs> <laughs> the acoustics are getting in this. Chris, can you give a performance uh, role for a drum solo? Yeah. So this drummer steps up. What does he look like? This drummer, this drummer is a half-orc. And he's nice. playing these giant drums. They're like Taiko oh, Japanese drums. I know this drums. guy. Shanga. Oh, man. And he's doing a pretty simple job. It's a very straightforward, okay. simple pretty straightforward. job. Pretty straightforward. That's what we hear. It's I mean, what you hear. It's okay. what you hear. Gotcha. And then it slowly dies down. Because both the bride and the groom have made their way onto the dais now. And... The giant who is overseeing your wedding. Uh, and now we shall begin. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to join the warrior Delira. 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 I know. You. I know. With. It's Vortai. Vortai, I know this. Vortai of the woods. <sighs> <laughs> and this echoing and singing is just opening up <laughs> into the chamber of this hall. Oh, so much celebration. I believe you both wrote your own vows that you wanted to read to each other. And, and with that, Delira spins around and looks at her mother with a look like, do I really have to? And her mother, with this dry, uncooked cigarette. The uncooked cigarette. Looks at her, takes a bite out of it, chews it, swallows it. Delira knows what that means, and she bites her oh, lip and God. <laughs> turns back. Yeah, we wrote our own vows. <laughs> <laughs> and the guests stir with excitement. They are way more excited to be here than Delira is. Delira? 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 Delira. Delira, yes, Delira, please. Grace us with your words. I'm a warrior. It's Delira, and it's easy to remember because if you, if you write it out, it kind of looks like diarrhea. But I'm sure that's probably inappropriate in a great grand chapel like we're in right now, right? Oh, and Lady Fop, your mother's like, Hey, can I smoke in here, priest? <laughs> is it all right if I light up a smoke? And the priest it like, would uh, really calm my nerves if I can just light up a smoke. Uh, 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 I, I, Thank you. 
<laughs> she goes into her big plate armor and it's kind of just buckles out a little bit and there's like it's all ashy and you can tell that hundreds of thousands of cigarettes have come oh, out of this little yeah, compartment yeah. all right and uh, she takes out this from another just kind of in in her inner sort of like where her garbs are underneath her armor <laughs> yeah. kind of almost in the sweat of her uh, uh, bosom <laughs> come a, a piece of paper that she kind of uh, okay. yeah and a little sweat slaps against the all right and she turns to Vortai uh, and she looks down on Vortai. <laughs> and she takes out some little reading glasses, too. <laughs> she kind of holds them low to her They're Just on nose. the tip of her nose, yeah. Vortai. Oh, Vortai. Uh, uh, <clears throat> Vortai, it is with great honor that I engage in holy matrimony with you. You are a gentleman, and I wholeheartedly enter this agreement where what's mine is yours and what's yours is mine. A wonderful... Uh, sorry, I, can't, I just can't read this. That's the only problem. <laughs> take I'm just your gonna, time. Uh, <laughs> take your time. It's your day. <laughs> One second. <laughs> she stomps it out on the she hears a couple of like oh, oh. yeah and the mother's just like my god uh, you know what I, I, I get the I, I get the gist of this crumbles up the paper Vortai and she looks at you <laughs> you're a good guy you are you're a good guy and I uh, you know I, I feel bad that you're you're doing this because sometimes I think that, uh, you know, sometimes I think that you probably don't know any better than to get involved with an old hag like me, but I gotta say, ah, uh, and she kind of shakes herself out from a little bit of truth spilling, and, and she goes, I have to say, and she looks at you now seemingly for the first time right in the eyes. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. I'm very flattered that you feel something for me, Vortai. I really, I really am flattered. Uh, that's all. Uh, you know, I'll shake your hand and uh, make the deal or whatever. <laughs> and he looks over at his dad. What does his dad do when he looks at his dad? The dad is, after hearing <laughs> this, uh, Okay. Looks, earnest, but uh, re, re, you looks, know, unrehearsed, but earnest vow. Okay, looks uh, back at the I just want to, I just want to just, and, just for one yeah, second, yeah, because yeah. we should do this in mosh shots. Just point out a few. I'm reading the chat sometimes, and just I want to point out a few highlights. Sure just two, two things. Yeah, yes. I like, I like the, uh, the thing, the, the comment. Fight the dad when, Fight when Vortai was talking to his dad. <laughs> The the D, the the Dungeons and Dragons suggestion of fight the dad. Love fight the that. Dad. And also, I like I, uh, the dad, Sean. I like how somebody wrote. Why do I feel like Delira's couch has a plastic cover on it? Delira oh, can definitely yeah. have plastic covers on her. American couch. Psycho plastic cover. She has no like old grandma plastic covers. Oh, of course. Know? She's got a fluffy She's toilet seat. Well, wouldn't cover. you like to know? Mr. DM, high and mighty. Well, you think you're so powerful. You don't want to know. You want to tell me what's on Delira's couch, or do you want to leave a little bit open to the imagination? 
This is getting a bit meta. Maybe we should drop back into the no, game. No, there's this quick flashback to Delirio goes into her head. Flashback. She's looking at an old husband and is going, You goddamn idiot. You cover these couches with plastic. You're supposed to be a warrior. You're nothing. I just don't feel like we should be sitting in blood every waking hour of yeah. the day from previous battles of yeah. the day. Because you're not a real warrior. I am a real warrior. You're a slave to your mother. I am a real warrior. You're a slave to your Delira mother. starts to, to finger this handle of the axe that's on her front side. And as she fingers, she grips and it cuts back to the wedding, this well-lit chapel, and it goes to Vortai. Oh, no, the giant moves his big hand over to this <laughs> tiny man. I believe you wrote something yourself, Vortai. Uh, yeah, well, I suppose I did. And the band does a quick little circle around you with their little minstrel instruments. Yeah, the child singer is singing. Around the groom before his vows. <laughs> it's all part of the ceremony. It's all part of tradition. Tradition. And Vortai collects himself, and Jibby and his father. He does collect on. himself. He's got a little bit of a bulging uh, carotid artery. Oh my god. And his face is still very red. Uh -oh. And for the first time, I believe, ever, Delirea is uh, hearing him speak uh, without a stutter. Oh. Hmm. Um, yeah. I suppose I did. He kind of begrudgingly pulls out a piece of paper out of his pocket. Piece of paper. Piece of paper. Begrudgingly pulls well, uh, out a piece of paper. The lie. Yeah. I've, uh... Interesting. Wrote you a poem. <laughs> It goes something like this. Uh, you are tall. Uh, you have it all. Uh, I am small, but we have a ball. Jibby say. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Great. <clears throat> and uh, whatever happens with us together, I know that we can weather the darkest of storms and climb into the highest you know what I, I that's it that's it he crumples up the paper oh and he looks at uh, he looks at um, Jibby and he's pointing to his his left hand his left pocket right he's giving him a nod and Jibby oh oh yeah he, he reaches to his left pocket and he, at that point he worked out something with Jibby about uh, he has two rings right now. Right. So he has one in one pocket and right. one in the other. Right. And he kind of, I, I could go for like maybe a little deception. Let's see how obvious it is. Let's Great. see. Great. Yeah. Let's see let's if the Lyria catches any of this. Yeah. This would be this would be a sleight of hand because you know you're really trying to. Oh yeah, of course. Uh, trick someone, and th this is a hand. You know, this is a, a very this is well you known going hand for. Gesture. Well, actually, and I didn't even hear, so maybe I shouldn't because maybe. No, you'll this tell is me. great. You're standing there. <laughs> yeah, you're good. sitting with the words that. Mm -hmm. This little gnome I'm sort of looking at him because he's he's making a bit of a he's he's acting a bit different than what well, I've you know what I've known. Yeah. Yeah. Roll an eleven and pulled off a thirteen. Okay. So, in a crowd Against, full of people, is this should it be? I should let you know my passive perception. Sure. Yeah. Well, let's get the passive P. Is eleven. Okay, so. But I am looking, and I've already been cute. I've something j he literally just exited behavior a little bit. Yeah, and so I went. I did this a little bit. This music's kind of stupid. You can. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
uh, yeah, I mean, you notice, like, because your passive perception mm -hmm. is that low, and he, all you're really seeing is a hand gesture. Hmm. Okay, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, he, okay, he I beat gestured it. to his groomsman. Her PP's not okay. big enough. What's that? Her PP's not big enough. Passive perception. That's right. It's not big enough to witness the 13. So, something happens. You realize that a signal has been made to the groomsman to retrieve the item from his left-hand pocket, and that is what happens. Jibby takes a case out of his pocket. And at that moment, the giant says, Oh, yes, I must not get ahead of myself. The rings. The rings, if you please. And with one already exposed, the focus goes to Delilah, as she must now get her ring to share with Vorta. And she considers the two rings that she has. That's right. She has an engagement ring. An engagement ring. And she one identical ring. ring that is... Given to her by her mother. By the mother. And she would know that her mother gave her the a poisonous ring that would poison instantly? Or she, what would she know about the poison that her mother would... How it would like would how much would Delira know about how the poison would work? You know, I want you to roll history, but I want you to roll advantage because you know the deceptiveness at your mother. You know okay. that these things have uh, there have been plays, social moves like this your mother has made to further her. Eighteen. This is a poison ring that you know will poison someone. And continue to poison them as long as it is worn on their finger. Okay. Is, is there any point where Voltai sees this ring? Oh, well, I mean, you don't I know. Still Not have, yet. I still have. I haven't even oh, gone have in here as now gotcha. your groomsman has pulled out the ring. And now the lady Reese waits for her bridesmaid to pull out the ring. I'm going to pull out a ring. And the ring comes out. It's going to be. You don't have to tell us. A, I don't have uh, to tell should you. Should I plug my so ears? So I just tell you. If you'd like to. Uh, I'm uh, just going to tell the DM. Okay, great. Great. So as. <laughs> the ring. So serious. I'm going to use the poison ring. You can come back in. Sorry, Vortai, you can come back in. What do you think we were going to do here? Have a whole yeah, monologue? Wait, wait, no, hold it. Okay, come on in, come on in. So, so, Lady Reese pulls out the ring and looks across the Vortai. And Vortai is handed his ring by his groomsman, Jibby. With this, I show you a symbol of my love. I take, I lean way down, and I take your little. <laughs> tiny hand and I take this little ring and I put it on your finger and Voltai says once again speaking without a stutter he has yeah. a crippling stutter yeah. and does, does Delirea have any um, response to this she's never seen him like this before 
All, 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 all that she's done is uh, sort of look at you a bit like, huh, must be the nerves sort of okay. thing. He says, and uh, so with this wing, I promise to cherish you, to serve and protect you, to be a lawfully wedded husband through thick and thin. And you know, the lie runs... Through, si through sickness and in health. Right, right. Thickness and in health. Close enough. You know, Delira, one thing I love about you is that you've always accepted me for who I am. And Delira sort of looks a little bit... This seems a little bit out of script. Mm. And then looks out to the crowd as they're listening. Well, thank you, Vortai. You've been an excellent lover. And the crowd kind of... Oh, there are some maidens in the crowd who start to cry because this is such a true outpouring of love. Okay, now just, just, give, just give me the ring. No, no, no. R really, really, you have. You've been so accepting of my culture, my heritage, and tonight, as you've always done, proven as such, I'd like you to take part. And he looks at his dad. His dad gives him like a nod. Yeah. A knowing glance. In the Yerwood tradition of switching rings, I wear my ring, and you wear your ring. Now, this is a huge, huge persuasion roll. Okay. All right. Oh, boy. In the middle of a wedding. Holy. All focus on a new interesting tradition that has been brought up by a gnome. The tradition of switching rings. I haven't heard of that tradition, Vortai. Uh, no, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's in the books, right, Dad? <laughs> in the books. And Delira looks over at her mother. And her mother's... <laughs> um, and and Delira looks out to the crowd. As much as I'd love to. Eight, an eight, no, a seven. I crowd I couldn't possibly fit into a little gnomish ring, Vortai. Uh, you just gotta put it on your pinky. It's no big deal. And the dad is. Your dad, Vigonin, is starting to sweat a bit. I, uh, perhaps, I think what everyone would love to see is just us wrap up the ceremony where we consummate, or whatever it's called. Probably not consummate. Oh, consummate. We're going to do that here? Yeah? And everyone goes, oh, consummate. You need to consummate it for mm. us. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. There's a moment of, of, of fluster in the air as this. I just mean I think people want to see us get on with it and just call this uh, a day. And we, we got married. What do you think, Vortai? So with this attempt of persuading your wife-to-be... The switch rings doesn't work. Okay. 
Now give me my ring and let's just do this. He starts breathing, breathing really heavily. You can see a little bit of his uh, tux. Uh, a button kind of pops open a little bit. <clears throat> Looks very uncomfortable. Your father, one of his eyes is just... And Delira is noticing that there's all this trepidation, and and Delira leans forward and whispers in Vortai's ear. Hey, big guy, just give me the ring, and then I want to talk to you immediately after this, alone. And then she leans back up. And then looks at you. These words are said in a breath, in a silent chapel where people are waiting Mm. for a moment that they've all gathered for in the city of Katla, in the nation of Alm on the Sword Coast. And the air is filled with the melting smell of candles. And you see these... A dwarven moss. A dwarven moss, just a thick cloud of dwarven moss. As per tradition, both families at this point in the marriage start to light up. Yeah. Yeah, dwarven moss. They're like switching the, of the rings. Yeah, yeah. Of the rings. What are those altars that like the the Catholics carry? It's just a big bowl yeah. on a chain, yeah. filled with and, a and dwarven waving moss. it around, and it's just moss smoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah trying yeah. to hotbox the whole chapel. And you hear the sort of squeaky turning of people in the pews. Do you know which ring that uh, GB gave me? I don't. Should I tell you? You want to do a quick earplug? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, we want ring you're using, sure. Yeah, yeah, earplug it, earplug it, earplug it. Cut. All right, we good. Okay, well, Voltai looks at you and he looks around. Says, all right, baby, what do we got to lose? I love you, doll face. You everything to me. And... And Delira looks so surprised because she, the the person who she thought Vortai was for the last two months, yeah, uh, is uh, is is completely different right now in front of her, and she's hurt. She, oh, baby, like what is this? Like, is she make? Is he making fun of her? Like, is something's happening here? But she she just wants to get through this, so she goes. Yeah. yeah, let's rock each other all the way to the sunset. And this close up on these two hands, one that already has this ring on by one, and this other ring extends out, and the camera gets tighter and tighter as the ring is exchanged. And do you place this ring on your bride to be's finger? What is the action that is taken now as Vortai? has produced this ring. Um, What's the matter, Vortai? Let's just put the ring on my finger. Put the ring on my finger, Vortai. Vortai, I really need a smoke, and I just want to... Vortai, and now it's just like shots. It's like almost like the end of a Curb Your Enthusiasm episode where everyone's like yelling at Larry. Yeah, it's like a Terry Gilliam movie (laughs) where everything's kind of like... Come on, what are you doing? Come on. Come on. Like Brazil or... Yeah, exactly. Put the ring on. Put the ring on. Put the ring on. And he pulls the ring out and goes to place it on her ring finger. And in that moment, as the ring is placed upon 
Lady Delira Reese's finger. And before this, the ring has been placed on the young gnome of the woods, yep. Vortai. I need you, Vortai, to roll a constitution saving throw. And I need you to realize that you are now invisible. Delira steps back, takes a couple of steps back, and sort of like looks down at herself. How does she know? Because people are going. Well, I'm looking down at myself too. Oh, okay. All right, I can all just right. see on myself, and 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 I hear the the gasps oh. all at once, and within about like <gasps> half a second, uh, Delira is right now just reeling from the fact that she has suddenly become invisible. This is. I'm just going to play the next couple seconds. Yes, please. That's it. I'm please. just reeling. Hey, Voltai really? puts this finger on. What does he feel? He's rolling a uh, 13 plus, uh, plus 2. Got a 15. Oh, his constitution is he feels this ring. And he immediately feels like his head fills with a cold and his lungs fill with a phlegm and his limbs fill with a weakness. And I need you to roll a d4 right now. Okay, and within this moment that he feels what is happening. Yes. He starts raging. Oh my god! Not only do his muscles get bigger, his fingers get a little oh bigger, including his ring finger. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The rest of his blazer fully pops. It wasn't just the button. Now the pecs are popping. The hat's stretching. We got a D4 here. D4. Give it to you, baby. Well, that is a. I rolled a D8 because I don't have one. That's a. It's a one. <laughs> so you take one Half poison damage. Okay, and he can feel it like drip down the back of his throat, and his eyes fill with red and rage. Yes, and with all in, in this moment. Okay, what? Yeah. Everyone, Where are we at? Everyone's kind of panicked. There's a huge gasp upon the disappearance <gasps> of Lady Delira, and upon that moment, the camera then whip pans over to this tiny gnome that's hulking out, and the mother. Of Delaria stands up. What is this? And the father of Vortai steps forward. This is a treason! And Vigonin looks at Lady Foop. This is all your fault! And Lady Foop points at Vigonin. You took my daughter! You'll pay for this. I'm going to give one of you an action. Whoever rolls highest on a d20 right now, you will then choose what the next preceding action will be. Okay, okay. This will then choose... It's a fucking wicked variation on initiative. This <laughs> will then choose what branch we follow. Interesting. I don't even know if Voltai can contain what he wants to do, but I'm going to... Okay, I got an eight. Not rolling too hard today. Fourteen. So in this moment of invisibility, you see around you people, a panic. People aghast. They're looking for you. Your mother is looking back and forth. Valjessa is sort of tripping over herself, finding you. You are under the realization that if this ring on, you are invisible. Okay. She makes her way directly to her mother, Lady Foop. Okay kind of weaves in between people effortlessly among the kind of craziness and grabs her mother and and I guess her mother is like I'm trying to get her attention okay 
hey, hey, it's me, it's me, it's me. And then I get right close to her ear and I grab her whole head so she listens. And it looks weird. They use the ring. So I'm invisible now. I want to spare him. And then I let go and I move away from her. You idiot. You want to do what, you idiot? You stupid girl. I can't believe you. And from across the room, this giant hulking gnome, his father, is watching this puppeteered old woman as something has grabbed her and let her go and the echo of, you idiot. You idiot, 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 idiot. Vigo Neems says, you treasonous wench, you shall pay for this. And he takes his staff to his lips and goes, and we smash cut to the forests where Fortai of the Woods is from and the trees begin to shake and splinter and from that arises a red dragon what? a red dragon Whoa. That makes its way across all of the Sword Coast and smashes into the into Wait a second. through the windows. Wait a second. What? So this dragon came from the woods? From your woods? From your woods. Yeah, your your woods. Your woods. <laughs> our woods. Our woods. From our woods. It came from our woods. Wow. Your father had just seen this moment. You. Wow. You, Go Lady Foop. You will not take the gems from our mind. You will leave this place. The guardians of the forest will destroy you and your people. And everyone in the chapel is now screaming at faces of a red dragon has just entered the chapel in a Catla roll for initiative! Oh my god. Wow. Oh my god. Oh my god. Let's see how I'm doing here. Okay, we got a 14. Okay, good, good. Okay. 14 for Vortai. Okay, okay. Wow, 14 interesting. For... Okay. okay. Uh, now, Vortai's father six. has summoned this dragon? To fight on behalf of uh, the people of Yurwood? Vortai's father has summoned this dragon. You have seen what happened in this moment where the audience watched the bride disappear. Yes. And then the audience watched this gnome hulk out and have this phlegm drip down his mouth. Yeah. And in the hustle and bustle of all this, what is going on? What is going on? Only in this precise moment did the father look over and see Lady Foop being puppeteered by some invisible force and then scream into the ether. What do you mean you're gonna spare him? What do you mean you idiot? And that was the action that awakened your father, Vigo Nin, to call his friend the Red Dragon to defend his line. For the Reesey family will not take the gemstones from our woods. You fools! Um, I want to say exactly what um, uh, 
uh, Delilah wants to next do. But I did ro just roll initiative. Okay. Yeah. I rolled a six. Okay. So. Okay. I'll zip it until it's my turn. Um, 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 uh, remind me again, what do you add to your roll for initiative? It's your dex? Dex, yeah. Thank you. Dex it up. Okay. Wow. Okay. Well, a dragon. This uh, red dragon is perched on the sill of this chapel window, as you see. He is wings. These big leathery wings fill the room and push all the magic floating chandeliers out of the sky as they smash into these old glass-stained windows. People are screaming their faces off. I can't believe this. And in this, do we see um, Vorti's dad in relation to this happening? So they're op opposite sides, like down the pews, right? Family's on one side. Right in the his dice. dad sort of unlocked this? His dad has unlocked this. That's right. Yeah. Wow. Right. And so yeah, so he's sitting there. Like, Does it look like he's controlling it? Like, you know, he is. he's obviously happy that okay. this thing is here. Just curious, yes or no, has Voltai ever seen his father uh, do anything like this? Or, like, uh, was he close with dragons of a sort? Is this the first time Voltai has seen a dragon? Do I say that? Or we do this super quick flashback yes. to Voltai as a child. And always remembering his father going, I'll be back, son. Just going to the cave. I'll be back, son. Just going to the cave. I'll be back. I'll be back. I love you. And you remember as a child, like Christopher Robin, one day you followed your dad to this cave. And mm. you heard this very deep breathing. And your dad came out and his beard was all scorched. But he had a smile on his face. And it cuts back. Ooh. And you're watching this huge dragon unfurl its wings. Okay, okay. So the very first person watching this anarchy, chaos. Your father's brought this dragon and he told you, my boy, these people mean to trick us. You fool. More time. You are first. Wow, interesting. Hmm. Uh... Okay, well, he's going to go into a uh, reckless attack. Oh, God, okay. Uh, there's a bit of uh, inner turmoil going on. I, I, I would imagine so. Yeah. His rage uh, is limitless and knows no bounds. Oh! <laughs> and he rushes towards... Delirious mother. Delirious mother. Oh my god. Okay. And he's going to do... He's going to do, like, a jumping tackle. He's going to leap Great. from his three-foot stature. And he wants to... It'll be football-style tackle. He wants to take out her her, her um, uh, frail legs. Right. Because... Knocker pro? Yeah. Yeah. Because Delira has, in her head, immediately moved from her mother, and I'm telling you her inner dialogue is that she is going straight for Vorti. Oh, but he can't and he can't see her. Um he can't see her. 
she's, but she's awesome. I want to make a reaction. Uh, I, I would probably make a reaction if I could to stop that from happening. If they see that there's uh, him going towards his mother. I will say, too, you're obviously somewhat in front of your mother. You're talking yeah. to her. He doesn't know that. He's just running towards your mom and jumping. So it's a perception thing, too. But, I, but the thing is, I'm looking. I'm going directly for you. I'm looking for I'm, you. I'm saying, though, you might even be somewhat in the way already. Yeah. In a sense. I yeah. don't know if there's a, so, a, a yeah, probability. So you understand what's happening, what happens. Yeah, yeah. Or, what, or, what does happen? So, with roll, this roll action of running, first and foremost, yep. we're going to uh, roll to see who you run into. Do you run into this invisible force that is your would-be wife, or do you run into the mother of your invisible would-be wife? Okay. Right now, you are in a rage. You are in a barbaric rage. Mm. You don't know. Your, your, your perception is, you're like a steam train just flying at it, and your instinct said, you stupid mommy. And this is the first time that Delira has seen this from yes. yeah. Vortai. She's starting to put together. She has never seen, like, wait a second. He's a freaking barbarian? Yeah. So... He and was like a tame, easy target, I'll say. We're going to roll to see who you hit, and then we're going to roll to see this reaction, because you're next in the okay. running order. Okay. Well, I also like to say that the father, when they were exchanging looks, I didn't elaborate on this, but he knows that when uh, Vortai gets angry, that his stutter disappears. And he kind of knew that he was on the verge of this. That's when, when they're exchanging oh, yeah. glances. That's why and of Delira, of course, down. wouldn't have known this. That's right. Okay, I'm going to do an attack to hit. Or yeah, no, so right. we're going to yeah. we're gonna roll a d20. Uh, 1 to 10 is Delira. 11 to 20 is her mother, Lady Poop. Okay, and I, I'm actually going to make it like a running... Yeah, no, I'll, I'll, I already committed. I laid yeah. my card. It's a right. tackle. Yep. Right. Yep. Okay. Okay. Now, for a reckless attack, you do get advantage on melee weapons. Yes. But I'm going to petition to you uh, to hopefully get advantage on this tackle, even though it's not technically a melee weapon. Uh, well, I will say melee weapons and actually uh, doing just hand-to-hand -hand combat, too. That sometimes is considered Yeah, a fist like, is melee. Right, exactly. You are in melee combat. That yeah. usually means This is a rough tackle. Range. This is yeah. a rough tackle. So I'll give you advantage. He's trying Absolutely. to hurt this woman. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. And you've raged. Oh, no. Now, remember, Yeah. we're rolling first to see who you hit. Oh, okay. Let me, I rolled two die. Right. Great. Great. So let's yeah, I was, use... I was, I was thinking I might have missed that. I was like, oh, what's... I'm oh, gonna... so you want me to roll to see... Okay, That's I'll tell right. you what, I'll tell you what I rolled. Okay. Oh, bouncing off the table. So I got a 15. Okay, so you're going for Lady Foop. This is what's going to happen, okay? Okay. So uh, we'll, we'll roll to see if you hit, and then okay. we'll see what happens next. <sighs> okay. Plus four strength. Oh, my God. Dude, this is crazy. Okay, I rolled two die. I got a oh crit miss and a crit hit. And a 20. Wow. What does that even mean? It's I mean, like I know those, what it means uh, technically. Those bowling split pin things, yeah. right? Making right. the and now you gotta go oh, that God, spare. One. Okay. So obviously, so I, I critted, yeah. <laughs> but like, I don't know, flavor-wise, does so, anything happen? This is That's what crazy. happens. A 
It's like bipolar, like his rushing like his barbaric rage. gnome running for your mother, and you're in this black and white, invisible kind of field that all the color has been sucked out. <laughs> Lord of the Rings style. I put the <laughs> but not like on. flames. Like, okay. like it's just like black and white. Oh, interesting. And the, nice. And the sound variation. is a little tinny when you're invisible, but you oh, can like still that. hear everything, and you're watching this run at your mother. He's going to connect. He got a crit. Your idea is to get involved somehow by stopping this. Whatever you do, whatever your reaction is, you have to match a crit to see if you... Okay. Now, because you're invisible, I will also give you advantage. For sneaking around because people don't see me and I nope. can just sneak and I'm going to run, throw my body in front of this crit energy. Yeah. For a... What were you trying to do? Or what did you do? Like a jumping like tackle. Rugby tackle. Rugby tackle, yeah. Rugby tackle. Her legs, your mother's yeah, legs. Yeah, taking out her, her okay, frail legs. Reroll one. Reroll, reroll. And it's a one. So. So you watch with your best efforts to put your hands out, your thick warrior hands to stop this little thing. This tiny gnome knocks your mother prone. These old bones knock against the okay. marble tiling of the floor of this chapel while everyone around you is screaming with dragons, filling the room with smoke from its nostrils and screeching at this piercing level. And I'm going to have that be your reaction. Mm -hmm. Now is your turn. I... I'm just going to jump on top of that tackle. I'm going to jump this right... This giant, invisible woman. On Yeah, invisibly on top of... With plate Fortai, armor. who is on top of my mother. <laughs> oh, all you right. just hop right on top of me. I hop on and I grab Vortai, and I'm talking right into his ear. And I say, Vortai! He looks around. We need to leave right now. It's me. You idiot, it's me. We need to leave right now. Why? So you can... Trust me. Rob my family? So can you, so can you use me? And I, I'm grabbing on still. He weighs 40 pounds. He's 3'4". I just checked his stats. Yeah, because I'm assuming that maybe you're... He's a big, maybe, he's maybe, maybe you're just, like, but he just is barbarian. It. Yeah, he's raging. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's too, rage, so. so I'm, he's I'm rage. holding your he's rage. Like a freaking cat. With what are we doing? Strength to strength? I don't know. So, what do you think, Chris? Well, what you well, what, is, what your intention is? Okay, so he heard you. Him. Well, I'm just going step by step of what my thought process okay. is here. First, I'm I'm doing that. I'm just letting, I'm letting you know times going by. If you want to ask yeah. for any rolls, yeah, right, right, right. I'm grabbing. I'm I'm on top of both of them, and I'm trying to like really reason with your ear. And I'm just going, settle so, down, uh, settle down, Vortai. Not all of it was fake, all right. Not all of it was fake. Vortai's so, gonna go in, insight. I, I, yeah, I'm gonna. You got, you have to roll persuasion. You have to roll insight. Whoa! You're what happens when all these right. worlds collide? Yeah. Just a five total for me. Four plus one. Oh, then I might, with a persuasion, beat you with a seven. Oh, this we're not. A... We're both not doing exactly well. Natural. I kind of well want to know you're you doing. You're hearing all this too, muffled by this flipping dragon in the room, and all these people that yeah. are getting. One person gets crushed by a chandelier that falls, and these are people on the on the bride side, yeah. and these are old it's like a shot through all this know. all this damage and chaos, yeah. and, and then like debris falls and 
covers us up. And, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. And she successfully persuades you with her words uh, amongst the chaos of what's happening. Uh, okay. Okay, so well, what I'm happens just, when, I'm basically okay. just going, come on! Fine. Yeah. That's so, what I'm trying to do. I'm trying okay. to, like, take you Did and you run with you. Did you stop me mid-jump? What happens with the collision? Oh, no. There I, was I, no collision. No collision. No, no you, you tackled my you mom. You tackled her. She and then I did. tackled on top of you, so it's like a pylon. That old right. bag. I'm whispering into your ear, and I'm, and like, is, right on your back. Now, this is Thank speech. You. This is a free action. This is not an action action. You didn't mm-hmm. take any f- sort of physicality. What you're trying to do is reason with this person's psychology. So yeah. you, you, you've done that. You've reasoned with them. Mm-hmm. You've got an action and a movement left. Okay. My action and yep. movement is to... With that, once I can see that your eyes, like, uh, d- dilated in a sort of, I, I'm persuaded somewhat. Okay. okay. In whatever way you want to, <laughs> okay, something happens. Okay. And, right, and then okay. I grab you, and um, I aim to just, like, take off towards the nearest um, strategic place that Delira can find outside of the main chapel. Not to stay there, not to fight, but to literally like burst out the first closest exit or okay. doorway. First closest exit, knowing this old chapel. Mm-hmm. This was built many hundreds of years ago in this mm-hmm. old brick. Forte's legs Af- are flailing. At Catla, and you have this thing behind you. Mm-hmm. The door that you came in as for your wedding is 120 feet away from you. Okay. So this is the greatest grand entrance. You see people flooding out of this but door. But is there only one? Thing. Only one. Back in these days, there's no fire exits. Or... There's a whole <laughs> city. They don't expect a dragon to pop through the window. Yeah, these places are. Yeah, no fire exits, no accessibility. No accessibility. They weren't not thinking at about all. those They're things. Not they weren't code woke. or standard at all. Yeah, it's all just like you know. Okay, well, there's still a lot of people in there, and I'm trying to persuade him to escape. Okay, and that's it. Yes. Good. And so I use my action and movement to just run towards the door, and hopefully communicating that's what, what's happening here with that. Okay, so you can ru- run, what, 30, 40 feet? Well, is he... I'd, I'd like, like to... Con- I'd action like, to well, I'd like to contest your, your grapple, basically. Are you not grappling oh, me? Oh, okay, sorry. It's just kind of hard to roleplay here because we're rolling for it, but I just rolled a persuasion check. But that was contesting an insight. My insight was to see if you were lying to me. Right. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. wh- yeah, fair so enough, with, fair enough. With That's whatever um, so I'm, I'm, momentum I, I get so from I bought you. It. Okay, yeah, yeah. That, I'm still I'm, angry, but it's uh, something's clicked in my head. Yep, yep. So he's cut, with you. Cut. Yeah, whatever clicks... I'm okay. using. I, I'm just taking. I'm just telling you. That's what my intention is. I don't know how far I get, but just let me know what happens. Like I'm going towards the exit with the body weight throwing into your body. What's happening? Right. This way. I'm saying. Fortet goes. Okay. So you guys what? Make it 30, 40 feet. If I can. Okay. Dash. Trying to. I'm invisible. Well, dash. I'm kind we, of. I guess. I don't holding know. on to him like and a football. Sort of. And he's so he's floating in the force. air. Yeah. yeah I'm pick, being, I picked him he's up. He's forty pounds. Yeah. You picked him up too. He's part of you're, you're, and you're he's a. And he's berserking. He's thick, so I'm kind of using him to sort of like. As a yeah, shield. He's just sort of like this floating <clears throat> gnome that's kind of like. His raccoon tails are coming untethered and they're yeah. flailing in the air. Yeah, okay. So it's the dragon's turn. So with that, as you guys take off down the aisle that you were once walking down to elope, this dragon screams into the air and flaps its wings. 
you guys chose to run. So you are out of its reach. But within the close range, you see members of your family, friends that have gathered, nobles and diplomats that have come to this wedding as this dragon's wings beats down on them. This giant flapping. Uh, and everybody in those first few rows, those first few pews, yep. just splatter to the wind. Whoa. Oh my god. Like a Jackson Pollock painting. Yeah. Absolutely. That's one of the dragon's legendary actions. Ooh. It's called the wing attack. And then he screams again. And it cost him two actions, so actually it vortides back to you. Uh, for- <laughs> so now you're being held by me and we're running away from all this. And like it's like a shot in front of us. I'm running towards the camera with you, and behind us you can see the dragon just connecting with all these people. Our family, our collective family, both of our families. Vortai, um, that vein in his neck is about to, to pop out, and he's, he's kind of in and out of, like, fainting. He's so angry. And, he, and his his big, li- his little legs just start kicking out, and then they they go a little limp for this turn. In, in uh, Delirious arms. That's it. And so now... Yeah. I, what I want you to do is roll a constitution save, and if you're doing that, then you will get in a level of exhaustion. Oh, so this actually... And he's foaming out of the mouth right now. Why, you're raging hard. Raging hard, foaming. That's an 18. Okay, so you're all right. You're all, all right. right. It's just a bit tough. You're grinding your teeth. You're he feeling can feel your it. neck swell. Even with the swelling of his hands from his rage. I'm Thank just pl- playing him like semi... Hulk like yeah. I don't know if that you know. now this ring is still on this, your finger yeah and it, and it hurts yeah it's like digging into him it's the more he's angry is getting it's like burning his skin roll a d4 because you're going to take poison damage because you have this poison ring on okay that would be a round up to do three so you take three poison damage okay I've taken four in total and uh, this is your turn you're flopping down that's it that was his turn Delyria. He goes limp. Okay. Delyria. 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 Continues to make way towards uh, the exit and wants to sort of like get around a corner and just plop down um, Vortai against a a wall. So you're still in the room. So yeah, I want to make my way. You'll be able to go another 40 feet. How far to the door? It was 120 from where you were. You went 40 with your last turn, yeah. so that gives. Can I dash and make it there? Ooh. You can dash and make it right to the doorway. Door dash. Is there any pew or pillar that I can just get behind for a quick moment? Yes. Right before the pillars that you enter, the mm-hmm. presidium. Yes. First, as you enter the chapel, there yeah. are two pillars, all carved. One is now cracked because of the foundation of this okay. chapel is now smashed. Okay, so uh, Delira, just sweating now, goes around one of those. 
just turns the corner and, and just sort of like plops Vortai Dan. Still invisible. Still invisible. Hearing the tinny screams of this dragon in her invisible state. By by now, she knows that she's already played a ring game with him, and she, now that she's in cover, takes off her invisibility ring and reveals herself to Vortai. And she goes, all right, Vortai, calm down. And she takes the ring off of him. Okay. And she's got to get this off, get this off. It's, po- ah! it's, it's poison, it's poison. Oh. Look, ah. can't you see? Ah. Listen to me. And she grabs him. I'm listening. And she grabs uh, him by the jaw. And she goes, they're playing us against each other. They're all poisonous. Listen to me. And this close-up face of Delira. It goes really soft in this moment. Listen yes, listen. Hearing this woman, this tough, stern woman, but you're hearing her voice so soft in this moment of chaos and pandemonium. Hmm. And is this what you do? And I just say, I say, they won't let us live. Who's they? Our parents. Come on. You and I, we could just get out of here. We could. You studied ar- architecture before, right? Of course. It's your one little of my hobbies. It's you remember hobbies. Where's a weak point in the in the chapel here? Oh, we'll bury this all and put it all behind us. Rias adjusts his glasses and he starts looking, computing like Pythagorean theorems. He's looking for keystones. Uh, in the castle, Come on. often uh, in the arch during the Just center, it. there's you a can keystone sort of that holds voice. everything, and he's got I've that limitless that number going behind before. his head. Does, uh, and uh, you know those late nights when you were just sitting there thinking at the desk, and you yeah. were you were sipping on your your little fruit drink. Your yeah, fruit drink. I love just, plums. It was plum, right? Yeah, uh, it cuts plum back juice. to this real, this flashback, this kind of very silent. Nice flashback of you two in this cabin meeting for the first time. It's a bit awkward, but... And you could see into a little bathroom where Delira is sitting on the can. She's smoking. It's too sweet for me, that plum shit you drink. (laughs) 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 Oh, Delira, that's because you're sweet enough. You know, you actually look like a tall glass of water from where I'm looking at you, kid. (laughs) Do I? And he starts standing up straight. And the camera pans up and it follows a firefly up into the moonlight and it cuts back to you guys. Okay. And a little bit of the, the love uh, is rekindled a little bit. Um, and this is what happens? And, yeah. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm basically saying find a weak spot in the building so, here yeah. so like he, your hobby and let's fucking bury our whole past behind us. Okay, so he points to the keystone in the center of the of the combining arches. Often there's a keystone that take bears all the weight uh, structurally. And uh, he points to it. There, there's actually a few on each arches, but he knows that one third from the... There's five of them, and he knows that it's the third one from the back. Yeah, and he, he has to roll a perception check just to make sure that he knows that's the load-bearing one. This is the keystone okay. that... If we hit it precisely, something All right. I figure out what to hit it with. This okay. is your perception check to see okay. if you know the right one. Uh, 
So, uh, foundations uh, of the building. So it's not even as good as my pa passive P. So I, I do have a nine. Every load-bearing pin looks like the same load-bearing pin. They're Wait. all part of this structure. Can I? Same. Look, Kata, honey, and she blesses him. <laughs> well. Now Ooh. we're just kind of going at a turn. Okay. This, okay. All, right, all, right. all right. The next turn, right, you take a after you guys have this moment yeah, behind this pillow be with this panic and this fervor that's happening, your mother was just slammed to the ground. You look across the dais where once a giant stood to wedge you and holy matrimony is now covered and burning. <laughs> and you're looking at your father across the room, <laughs> snicker into his cane that he used to whistle to this dragon and the dragon pushes itself off the windowsill and its wings can just open a bit that it soars 80 feet and lands I love how big this fucking chapel is that we're in yeah and he lands just goes big and he Breeze fire at both of you. Now, both of you are uh, behind full cover. So I believe that's plus five to your AC. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what type of cover are we behind? Like the wooden pews? No, uh, you're behind this pillar. Behind this pillar. Behind this pillar. Good, right. That was pillars. your idea. Good old pillar. Okay, okay. Good old pillars. Okay. So this dragon just blows its big old breath. Oh, uh, but you guys actually have to make... Dexterity saving throw. Now, give you advantage because you're behind cover. For sure. Absolutely. Okay. Right? Okay. I can get down with that. Ooh, it's going to be good for Delara. It's a it's a dex save? That's right. That's right. So I'm, gonna, I'm coming in with a 17. Coming in with a 19. Okay. So, both of you. As the ribbons of smoke curl around this pillar, you both take 30 points of damage. <laughs> okay. I'm, uh... Yeah. So I'm, like, over top... I'm, I'm kind of trying to cover um, Vortai, too. Yeah. We're level and 10. He's pretty beefy, but yeah. uh, that would be a... Um, yeah, so I'm down, I'm down to 670. Uh, yeah, 60, I should say. Okay, okay. Uh, Vortai, it's your turn. Okay. Um, Vortai. I love also just a little YouTube comment break. Everyone's yeah, let's do one of those. in with these great ideas. Oh, I love that. Yeah, breath weapons aren't against AC. Yeah, it's a saving it's, of throw. course. Thank you. Absolutely. Man, if we can turn our chat room into like like backup um what's it called like rule gazers and rule, like they're just adjudication adjudication that's right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Rule judges oh, they're sort of like helping to be like just want to uh say Eventually he actually right. gets an extra plus to yes. that i want to wear like an oculus just over one eye you're gonna want to have that chat thing. scrolling yeah yeah while i'm playing uh okay vortai vortai, vortai. um vortai is going to He's gonna try and uh, he's gonna try and calculate again because he knows that he hasn't been able to pinpoint the keystone. 
It's going to down for a few, but he's going to try and uh, either yeah. perceive. Got to look at that actually, keystone, you know honey. Just for fun, he's going to uh, do a history roll. He hasn't on, been just to think a, back. a lot, but he's thinking about the books he's you gotta read. Think about all those books that oh, you've read. Wait a sec, wait a you sec. were doing nothing but reading books the whole time I knew yeah, you, you little yeah, bookworm. Yeah. <laughs> you were I a cute little thing, and it's only now that I realize that it was cute. I used to give you such a hard time about all those books you were reading. I would just smoke <laughs> and drink and say, "Stop reading, <laughs> you little worm, <laughs> you, you <laughs> silly shrimpy little worm," yeah, <laughs> and. and <laughs> I'm sorry. These words are so soft. They're touching I'm your sorry. heart. Yeah, no, he's into it. And now, and now I see. Now now I we don't see. have any Come time on. for that woof talk. <laughs> now, but uh, what can I say? I'm, my heart's swelling now. Just looking at you, knowing that you can at least turn into this little... Where was this guy before? <laughs> I never was challenged enough. Uh, wow! I okay. was just too passive. <laughs> So now we, yeah. Where have you been hiding my whole life? <laughs> Where have you been? Where have you been? Look at this. Look at your muscles. Woo! You got a 15 for history. You got it. I know you got it. Come okay, on. So, uh, 15, I mean, you know the the archways that hold up, the buttresses that hold up old chapels yeah. like these. Uh, it, it, you've narrowed it down to actually three of the five that you see okay. on the roof. Okay. And these three are actually closer to you guys. The other two that you know are just used to sort of hold together the dome of the chapel or over there. It's not okay. those ones. That's for the dome. These I... ones are so... One of these threes is a low dome. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I almost got it. I almost got it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm working on it too. And he wipes off turn? his glasses with whatever's left tattered is left of his, uh, of his you know, blazer okay. uh, and puts it back on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. this is his turn? It's working, it's working. That's what, you want a full turn, full effort. Delira. Okay. Delira realizes, she's she knows what you're looking for. The weak spot, the keystone. We're gonna need to hit that with everything we got, hon. <laughs> I think we're gonna need that big guy that was gonna tie us together. That's why I got something for him to think about. Hey. And she... Right now we got a one in three chance. You know, your speech impediment used to bother me. <laughs> <laughs> he blushes. It's more red on top of his already red, but it's like a it's more of like a rose red. Oh my god, beautiful. beautiful. His cheeks actually shine a little bit. Oh gorgeous. Now I I just find it tolerable. Anyway. <laughs> uh, more people getting smushed and burned. Why can't I look at your bridal party now? I'm going to cast he takes a crown of madness on the giant uh, priest. Oh, that's right. The giant priest. Yep. Crown of madness. And he's going to need to make a wisdom saving throw or be charmed by me. Yeah. Wow. No. Huh? Beeping sound. That happened now during Gladiator is, uh, this It's in the a, music a for some reason. disadvantage, so it will actually perhaps work more so on because he's on fire, right? Oh. From the big dragon. Can I say... I, I'm, please say no if I'm overstepped my reach. Nah, I've kind of already stepped... I almost, I almost want to use my action as a help, maybe? No. Okay. Uh, they have to say how to help. So, well, so I, would, I would describe help? it. You're casting a spell. It. And I have to do a wisdom saving throw. Yes. Against my... Um, What does it say? Your spell save DC. Oh yeah, it's probably prominent on the. 
sheet? It is 14. Uh, he, he no, it does not, not work. This spell that oh. sort of forms as a crown of this black spiky madness that starts to scream above his head, but he's too busy going, ah! Oh! Ah! on just being so ah! and she And she grabs uh, Vortai's shoulder and just, ah, fairy nuggets. <laughs> All right. That was a good shot. Did you even know what I was doing, doll? <laughs> You showed me some of your stuff. I'm sitting holding the side of you too, though. It's beautiful. I think that crown would actually look good on you. And and there's this moment oh. where oh. Uh, where Delira gets the idea because she's seeing this new like sort of like dream weaver, yeah, like sort yeah, of yeah. soft lighting, <laughs> soft lighting. <laughs> and you think she's gonna say, you know, Vortai, I could probably throw you into the keystone. You get all roided up and big like you were before. I could probably throw you. Yes, yes, as Susie hears this, he starts looking around uh, for anything he could use as like a a pry or a... Actually, wait a second. I don't want to throw you because then I'd be throwing you into the... How would you get out? That's what I'm trying to figure out. How would I take out the keys? Yeah, okay, hold on. Maybe I can think of something. Vortai, you, you got to stick up for yourself and point out a bad idea when you hear one. I'm not all together, you know. You're right. You're right. You're right. We can't throw me. Maybe we can throw something else. Uh, something big. Something uh, explosive. Uh, oh, what if you throw me up there, though, and then I distract the dragon and I get him to breathe on me? And the second he breathes, I drop down. I'll intimidate him. We'll do it together. Yeah, it was a great idea. Don't be so down on your ideas. All right, all right, all right. Just relax. I'm not even trying relax. to understand your idea. All of our family's on fire right now. Yeah, and as you say that, all of your family scream because they're on fire right now. They are on fire. Oh, my God. Look at that. You're right. I'll get them to launch they're a fireball fire. at me when I'm up at the Keystone. And a, and a, and a big little fire ember comes and Delira lights a cigarette <laughs> off of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Blows it in Vortai's uh. face. Okay, we gotta act fast. I'm waiting when you are. We just need to crumble this whole place. I can do it. Just get me up there. What are you gonna do up there? I'm gonna make the dragon want to attack me. And then? And then he'll hit the keystone when I get out of the way. Oh. You know what I'm saying? All right. So That's all I got. In whatever economy of actions we have, we have agreed to do just that. Your idea was good. So, your idea... Um, now, this is how you end your turn, then. You've already cast your spell. Um, didn't yeah. work. Yeah. I just granted as much... Or I, I, I took as much liberty of speech time there as you allowed. And that's all I am allowing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> After our extensive conversation. The dragon. Hot behind the pillar. Snuffs. This big plume of black smoke comes out from its nostrils, but people still scream its tail as it just moves back and forth. It's strong enough to move the pews back and forth, and you hear the screeching of all these bodies and wood as the pews and corpses get pushed back and forth by this waggy tail on this marble stone floor in this chapel. And the dragon in this big, deep voice says... Come home, Voltaire. 
Ooh. And its tail with a huge snip whips the pillar that not you guys hide behind, but the cracking one. Oh, jeez. Oh. That is just on the other side. Wow. He hits it with a plus 14 to hit. His tail. The tail easily crushes this big pillar like old plaster. And dust has filled the air this moment. Chandeliers are smashing out. And there's a giant, giant shot across all of Athcatla that just hears these bells going off and the smoke pouring out of this chapel in the far distance. And it cuts back in. And the roof is already start to shake. And the foundations of this building is already starting to crack. And the echoes and rumble still sits within your chest, hearing this dragon say, Come home before time. And it slithers its giant head and looks behind the pillar that you guys are hiding behind. And Vortai, it is your turn. He looks at Deli uh Delia. Delira. Delira. And uh looks at the dragon. I'll, I'll only go if you if you take my wife with, with with us. With me. We all go together, okay? She will steal our woods. No, the she treacherous trees and this. Oathbreaker. And the dragon looks towards Delira, and these are the first time you hear these words, Oathbreaker. It's spoken about. True, kid. I've been married before. I know, but I was. Eight times. (laughs) I thought you said four. (laughs) I'm an Oathbreaker. (laughs) You're Delia. And Delira kind of walks out a little bit in front of the dragon and just sort of. You, you got can't me. monologue here. <laughs> no? Try your best. Okay. Okay. Well, I was going to tell a little bit more of the truth about me, kid, but uh, now I'm thinking that while I monologue, the, dra- the dragon might kill me. So we got to figure out the- what does this mean? I've been reasonable until now. He's saying to go home. Are you you with him? I, I, yes. I mean, I don't know. I never met him. It's my father's. He's there to protect the land. It's true, and it is your father's. He is there to protect the land. I saw it once when I was a young child. He would visit the dragons. The dragons protect the forest. What do you mean you're an oath breaker? I. Are you lying to me again? It was real with us. I swear. And she pleads to the dragon. And she and she gets down on her knees and she takes off her shield and she goes Nothing could stop me from being an an oathbreaker because I I want to be true and f- regain my faith with with Torben or Vortai. 
Fuck. I mean... You don't even know his name. I know who you don't he even know is, though. I know who he is. How can I believe an Oathbreaker? I get the gist of it. You want to persuade this dragon? I will not go for the land. I won't go for the land. I renounce my mother. I break my oath with my mother. Your mother stands up with blood streaming down her face. Mom! Her hair caked to her, her head. You oath-breaking child. How dare you? And she takes out a cigarette, a special cigarette from her cloak. She goes, Hulu, Hulu, Hulu. And the ground opens up. And in front of you guys, what? You see rising from the fiery pits of its summon, you see a Balor. <laughs> a Balrog? No, this thing's called like a but but oh. Balor or something. Balor? Wow, it's got the whip Balor? too. Holy what is this? Smoke. Hey, hey, Google Chat, what is this? Hey, hey, hey Google Chat, what is this? Hey, Google, Google Chat, chat. Yeah, what, is what is this? Is this a Google what Chat? What is this? Come on, hey, it's got a whip and thing. We're not thing. even listening on Google. This is a YouTube, a YouTube. What is it? Anyway, your mother, as your father has called forth a dragon, your mother has now seen her only child break her oath. That's not true. You have many sisters. But see her only daughter who's a paladin. Did I see her get chomped by this dragon before? Or she? Huh? this is her? She survived. This is her getting up off the floor. She's there. She survived. She, okay. You know, only four turns before was she rugby tackled mm -hmm. by this raging gnomer. Miss Nomer. Got a raging Nomer. She's standing up. She hears your words echo amongst this dragon speaking and the crumbling of the chapel church, falling of these chandeliers, the shattering of glass, the body screaming. You worthless child. And she calls forth her own beast. And this beast comes up. Holy. Unholy. And now adding it into the next round. Okay, uh, a quick, quick cut to Jibby. What's Jibby doing? Jibby's dead. Oh, no. <laughs> quick cut to Jibby, who's it dead. It shows his smiling face, <laughs> and then it starts to zoom out, and he has no arms, and he has no bottom half. Oh, my God. And his legs and arms are plastered against the wall. Okay, I feel like uh, Vortai's been in and out of rage, but he's going to enter the second rage the second he sees that. Oh my god, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. and uh, just going through all of this. Yeah, okay. Uh, so, that was the dragon's turn as he came. He smashed the pillar. He talked to you guys. Vortai, your turn. <sighs> He looks one more time at his wife-to-be, his bride. Oh, it's a Baylor. Thank you, Baylor. That Baylor. monster, Baylor. Ooh, Baylor. Yeah. Eight times divorced, four times. So many lies. An oath-breaker. So many lies. So much being revealed. He, yeah. She almost had him back. And uh, he looks over to the, the dwagon. 
says. Oh, I'm ready to come home. And he gives the dragon like a little bit of a look, and he goes to jump on the dragon's neck as it's looking around, because he wants to ride it. Roll me a uh, dexterity roll to see how well you jump on it. Okay. I'll give you advantage because you know this dragon. This dragon has just offered you a ride home. <clears throat> nice. Let's see how well you can jump on its neck. Okay, and, and the dragon's skin is now the same color as Vortai's skin, and he's realizing this is his kin. This is this is where he should be. Oh my god, okay. And it's an 18. Actually, I could even use acrobatics. Oh, he doesn't have acrobatics. Yep, 18. You land on his head and you grab one of his horns as you easily make it on, looking down at your bride-to-be. You take no action. This is your movement. You jump on the dragon. <sighs> I'm trying to think what... Okay, well, I'm assuming... I mean, I don't have my weapons on me. Like, did, Was he going down the aisle? Is it time to pull out the javelin? Oh, hell yeah, man. Of course. Yeah, what you have your... Yeah, yeah. Come on. Fool's right. game? Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course yeah. you have your weapons on you. Okay. And um, he actually grabs that javelin to catapult, uh, pull vault himself up a little bit for Amazing. that extra flare. Yeah. Because um, he's so short. And then in the same moment, as he straddles the dragon's neck, the lower part, he whips past the pole vaulting javelin, and he rains down with advantage, with raging advantage, and whips it at his deceptive, despicable, oath-breaking me of a wife. What? Holy Okay, roll. Let's roll. You see this. You just poured your heart out. This is a very hard thing for you to do. You just broke an oath with your mother for this person. You wanted to get out of here. You wanted to leave these lands. You are ready to run out of this chapel from this destruction with your new husband. And with this fiery red eyes atop this dragon, he throws this javelin right at you. It's a dirty 20. What's your AC? It could be 19 if she has played now. Or, or 18. Nice. So... In the cracks and crevices of where your plate mail meets, this javelin is pierced right into the flesh of this one-eyed woman. Withered but strong. How much damage does he do? She takes... Eight damage. It sinks in a bit gets itself between the sinew of your shoulder. Ooh. Now. Ah! <laughs> Vortai! No! No, you're not! Vortai, no! I'm not listening to you ever again. Ah! You brought this on yourself. Ah! You'll we die! We could have been something. Our lives could have been beautiful. We could still be! Trust me, Vortai! There is no us. The flames swell against the wall no. as this Baylor turns. No, 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 
controlled by your mother, this demon beast being controlled by your bloody so crack skull. Be it! And it takes its first attack against this dragon with this giant longsword. <laughs> it hits this dragon with a 24 attack. And that, I believe that hits the dragon. Yeah, that hits that dragon. What does he ta attack it with? He attacks it with his longsword. Excellent. So, am I next in the initiative? Uh, just give me one second. So he, uh, I'm gonna do this. Can you guys do this for me? Because I don't have the dice at my disposal. What do you need? Uh, I need you to uh, roll three d8. Okay. All of us. Uh, actually, you roll me three d8, Tom, and you roll me three d8, Jeff. Um, eight. Eight in total? Yeah. Great. So with this huge uh, slashing damage, he slices into the dragon for eight. But then the follow-up as he drags his sword through the scales. What did you roll? I'm going to make a reaction. No, no. This is actually uh, damage still for the Baylor's attack. You're rolling slashing damage. For me, you're rolling lightning damage. I gave you the total of the 3d8 I rolled? That's right. Um, 14. Okay, so for 22 damage, after slicing this Baylor with its huge longsword, slices through this dragon and slashes it, and then right at the end, this lightning bolt zaps out of its wound. And now it's... Uh, uh, Oh, okay. I mean, it's still, it's still good. What is? What did I just roll there? You rolled the lightning damage for the Baylor. Yeah. Tom okay. rolled the slashing damage for the Baylor. I see. As in, I. Okay, just to, against the dragon. This is against damage the dragon. against the dragon. We're just doing a Why did we roll? Okay, just okay. doing a fun way. Because I, uh, I don't have the dice. He in doesn't front have of any die. You don't have any die. Got it. Um, He's got it. He's got it. The Baylor then steps back and with his whip, whips the dragon. There oh it is. my gosh. And he whips that dragon hard in the back. And with this huge whip. Uh, okay, I need you to... Uh, Tom, you need to roll me 2d6 for his slashing damage, because I don't have the dice in front of me. And Jay, I need you to roll me 3d6 for the fire damage that the whip leaves on this dragon. Five uh, from me. Ten. Okay, now, notice that the ten does not go through. Because everyone knows a red dragon is immune to fire damage. Oh. It is a fire beast itself. Galyra, your turn. And uh, Vortai's on the dragon. Vortai's on the dragon. You got a javelin Can I just go to your javelin? chest. This giant beast your mother just summoned attacked the ride of your broom-to-be's. So be it. Rips the javelin out and then runs towards the Baylor and uses the javelin as a little bit of a hop-skip to jump up and around and on the 
Baylor's back. <laughs> oh my god. So you're gonna have to roll me a pretty sexy-looking acrobatic. As role. in, yeah, the Baylor like is over. someone is an ally of mine. Oh, like the way I he's see. on the yes. dragon, I'm gonna get on the Baylor. Then, my friend, roll me at advantage like he did because this is a be summoned by your lineage. Oh, that's gonna do it. How tall is a Baylor? A Baylor I is a huge his head fiend. Was, his head was on the ground. It's huge. Okay. So okay. you'd probably need a big uh, roll, like a 27. Oh. It, the Baylor turns around and kneels down as if you're a little kid jumping on their father's back. All right. And it's I the first move on. that Delilah has. Yeah. It's just sort of like, and she jumps off of this javelin and just hurls herself up and does a little kind of spin like a Super Nintendo Mario twirl and then lands on the Baylor's back. Okay. And she then gazes at Vortai, tears in her eyes. Oh, wow. Holy moly. So wow. beautiful. Delira riding her beast of burden. Vortai riding his forever dragon. On the dragons. The dragon's name actually is Thalthwath Kalkilithwal. The long <laughs> dragon names. Beautiful. Alright. <laughs> he screams. A deep guttural scream. And this puts a frightful presence into the air and affects Delira. And the Balfour, the ba Baylor, the Baylor. Wow. You, Delira, have to roll and succeed on a wisdom saving throw, DC 19. And I will also do that for the Baylor. Wow, this is crazy. We're riding, I, I don't know, gigant, large beasts, monstrosities, CR level through the roof. You got. Hmm? Is you it my turn? A, a wisdom saving throw. Oh, yeah, that's right. The He's frightening, right? And he cast Frightful Presence. Okay. DC 19 wisdom saving throw. Holy. Fail. But. Both. But, but, but. I think I have oh, something. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. Oh, my God. Aura of Courage. Oh, oh, okay. Is this a reaction? I wonder if it's just for my allies, though. Cannot be frightened. Wow. Allies in, within 10 feet cannot be frightened. That's going to be me as well. Of course. I mean, you can cast that stuff on yourself. Yeah. But is this a reaction? No, it's just like a passive paladin thing when I turn level 10, I remember reading. No way. Are you kidding me? Oh my lord, so... Uh, you and your friendly creatures within 10 feet of you can't be frightened while you are conscious. No. End of story. Aura of Courage. Oh Starting my. at 10th level. Is this a reaction? No, no, this is just a passive ability. It's called Aura of Courage. Of the Paladin. Oh my god. Now, I don't think that... And I would still probably even consider Vortai an ally. No, I probably wouldn't know. I, I, I've... I've Turned him into an enemy now at this point. Yeah. And you're in your further than at 10 this feet. Point, yeah. So this uh, frightful presence does not work. It screams in this 
push of air, followed by this gigantic dragon, frightful scream, pushes against the Baylor and pushes against Alira as you hold on to this hell creature. She's still looking at Vortai. And not... No quarter is made in this battle, for these two cannot be frightened by your dragon. But from that... The dragon huffs. Enough with these! And his big claw comes down to swipe at the Baylor. And it swipes at the Baylor. It hits the Baylor. It hits. I need one of you to roll me two D6. Seven. Oh. These claws for 15 damage into the Baylor, scratch mm. up against his body. But this is, he is no fool. He is a Baylor. <laughs> the Baylor screams, and it is now Vortai's turn. Back up to the running order. Well, um. Yeah, Vortice is still raging. He's got a couple hand axes. Um, he does have an extra attack. And he's he's going for Delira. Wow. Still. Pulls one out in each hand. Okay, now she's riding this Baylor. Okay. Yep. So as this beast moves around... Yeah, how exactly are you doing? So is he, quarter, is he quarter cover? Well, I'm just throwing it at a target. She, Any she's, target. She's what half do you want to do? She's half cover. So Hit you her, with an axe. her AC goes up by two. Okay. Makes sense. Right? Yeah. Right? YouTube chat? Half it, cover it is. is, is yeah. 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 You got okay. It. Great. Great. So you're throwing another javelin at her. Two hand axes, actually. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Throwing two hand axes? Wow. Whee, whoosh. Flies yeah. in the back well, of the He's head of on a dragon. One's a twin. And I'm on a Baylor. Is there any? Is he rolling? With, did he roll a disadvantage or advantage or? No, he's just straight rolling. Just straight rolling. But he's okay. rolling two, and also you again because you're in half cover. Because half you're cover, you're gonna give me that's, right. So that's, that's the plus two to cool. your AC. You're in half cover. Gotcha. Yeah. So a twenty. I'm gonna roll the second one too. One out of the right hand, one out of the left hand. And that's an eighteen plus eight. So I'm assuming both will hit. With my armor class 18, but I have plus, plus two. two, so it's 20, yeah. Okay, so you, you rolled over 20 both those. Nope. Oh. I believe just one of them, right? Just one of oh, them. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, one yeah. of them. Just one of them. Get, get some more. You got battle music? Get some more. That's just, uh... Look at the guy who's throwing axes at you. Good lord. What is happening? That's only five damage. Oh, my God. Five damage. Okay. This act finds its way through the Baylor as it screams, and you, perched on its shoulders, is able to slice by one of your arms as you're holding yourself up. How much damage? Five. Five. And that's it, Vorte. Uh, yeah, that's all I can do. The Baylor screams. It uses its whip again to slash now. And it's trying to go for Vorte. Okay. But again, you have half cover. Okay. So you plus have plus two? two to your AC. Okay. It's fiery whip reaches. Oh, God. A 16. I have my AC is 14, but I'm plus two. Block it. Oh, my 
guy. You're able to maneuver your dragon head to crack Ooh, against the, the end of The fiery whip, whip just singes a piece of his raccoon hat. And following that, uh, longsword comes down on top of the horn of your dragon. And that hits. I need you to roll me slashing damage, 3d8. I need you to roll me lightning damage, 3d8. Nineteen. Yeah, that was high. Sixteen. Oh my good lord. Okay, so that's thirty-five. Uh, holy moly. Uh, uh, wow, wow. Uh, so this this dragon is getting it. Delira, your turn. Okay, I want to. Right. Let's do a quick check-in in my son, who's watching in the other room. Sebastian, if you don't mind, while we're uh, figuring all this out, you can just pop into this room, give us a thumbs up that you're still here, you're still paying attention, walk all the way back down the hallway. I know it's late, buddy. You got to get home. Uh, you got school tomorrow. And uh, let's just see if he's listening to this. Hopefully he is. Guys, my boy joined us because, you know, this is something that dads do with their son is keep them in another room while they play D&D. But Sebastian, again, if you're listening, please do me a favor and just come into the back room. <laughs> give us a thumbs up. We'll be leaving soon, I promise, bud. It's all going to be good. You're going to be home. We're going to have a nice ride home. Let's get an NPC. Maybe he just got so bored of us. He muted us. Hey, like, Seb. Uh, maybe he's passed out. Seb, you good? He's good. All right. Okay, He's great. Good. He's good. <laughs> okay. So, so I'm going to cast Crown of Madness, attempt to, on Vortai. Right. Vortai, make a wisdom saving throw against a 14. Oh, someone's asking, yeah, Daniel, Daniel Chambliss is asking the age of the dragon. This dragon is 742 years old. 742. So Daniel, the age of the That's dragon. What I was wondering, yeah, because that all is 740. It's a 742-year-old red dragon. That's right. That's right. And everybody knows it takes around six centuries for a dragon's breath to be able to be underground and create gemstones because of the pressure and the heat and the force of its presence. So you're attempting to frighten me? <laughs> Crown oh. of Madness? Oh, oh no. no. Oh, oh no, <laughs> young man. Okay, so what are you attempting to do? Because he has some uh, resilience to certain things. Oh, does he? Yeah. Okay. I don't know about this. Is it, well, against being charmed? Yeah. My, he says mindless rage. He cannot be charmed or frightened. Oh, Starting at sixth word. level. This is going to... Doesn't do so Doesn't even need to roll. Doesn't even need to roll. I can see that this doesn't even work. Has no effect on him. I'm on the Baylor. Spinning my spell on him. This has worked on a bunch of little twerps before. <laughs> <laughs> you got I nothing. Failed. You got nothing. You are nothing. I guess you know what I'll do. I'm. That makes me so angry. Yeah. I'm going to, as a bonus action, um, uh, turn my my weapon into a magic weapon. Oh my lord. Okay. Wow. I take okay. out. Um, my great sword. 
and it's shining just like the Baylor that you ride. Both of your swords glow the same hue. This is an old family demon that has come up to aid you in this wedding. And Vortai uh, is talking to the dragon. Come on, let's get out of here. It's time to fly away. Yes. They can't take us when we're in the sky. We shall fly. And his wings flap down and he goes to take off. Because it is his turn. Yeah. But. But. The Baylor is right in front of him. He is giving himself up. Big chance here. For an opportunity attack. Yeah, fair. For two of them. Okay. As his wings gust and the wind billows and pushes everything in the room. Igniting more fire on the pew on the pews, oxygen to the fire. You guys fly 10, 20, 30 feet up into the sky, and this whip cracks against the belly of the dragon and hits it. Of course, doesn't do any fire damage, but it does do whip damage. Okay, it's a little whipped. Whip damage, I need someone to roll me 2d6. Six. Oh, man. And on that, four, three, two, one, honey. As the dragon feels its belly crack with this whip, the Baylor is able to swipe up with its longsword, followed with this opportunity attack because it has multi attack. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they all beast. do, man. Come on, man. Yeah, man. hits 8 plus 14 that's 22 22 on this adult dragon holy moly and uh, I need you guys again please because dragons may uh, red dragons may be immune to fire damage but they are not immune to lightning damage right I need you to roll me 3d8 both of you on top of that yes what slashing and lightning damage from the Baylor's long sword 13. 12. So 25. Ouch. Your dragon is being hit. And it makes it just to the dais where you two were supposed to be married. Gets it up, gets hit twice. This is a long chapel that it has to fly back to. And it gets just to the corner where the floor meets the wall leading up to the smashed window where it wants to go. But that's where it ends its turn. How far did it make it in footage? It made it about 90 feet. Okay, so they're they're pretty far away at this point? Pretty far away at this point. Okay. Vortai. Um, Vortai is going to tell the dragon to light up Deliria before he flies away next time with all of his breath. And he uses the help action to give it advantage. He's whispering, for our people, for our people, she stabbed me 
in the back. Take her out. Big dragon eye looks and blinks at you. And he blinks too with his dilated pupils yeah. with all that rage and, and he has fury. two sets of eyelids right because the big dragon's got to keep his big old eyes all wet and he turns around to prepare as his lungs fill with fire and the Baylor's turn now Baylor and Delira you're both one after each other I'm going to allow you to move and do this next preceding action together the Baylor has two attacks it can move and fly. Its flying speed is 80 feet. Its movement is 40 feet. Its whip has a range, a reach of 30 feet. Its longsword has a reach of 10 feet. This is a monster from one of the nine rings of hell that your mother has summoned as she stands there with its head split open after being knocked to the ground. That's a girl. Show mummy. <laughs> Show mummy. Oh my goodness, this is quite the battle. And Delilah looks at the mum. Looks at Fortai. Looks at the chapel all around. It's crumbling. Small cracks of fern form everywhere. Mirroring her oath-breaking life. and yeah. She had one chance at the innocence and honesty of Vortai, but she couldn't get it. She couldn't get it. She takes out her dagger and stabs herself through the heart. What? Stabs. Ends her life. Do me a favor. In the heat of battle, you've done this, and all sound just hollows out as you see the destruction of your life come to a head, to a zenith. This is what you have wrought. The family line of the Reese house has come to this. And you have chosen to ram this dagger. You move aside your paladinic armor and this cloak that covers you, your wedding cloak, to expose this covered chest and this old tunic that you wear so you can thrust this dagger into your ribcage. Goes through a family emblem on the tunic that mm. has given nothing but dishonesty and suffering. For Delira's whole life. And with all this, I want you to roll a constitution saving throw. You'll roll it with advantage, but what you're rolling for is to see how close this knife makes it to your heart. You're rolling with advantage against yourself. As that it would flows be pretty upon your chest through your tunic. Can you kill yourself? Dagger <laughs> pushes into your chest. 14. And what's your uh, plus on that? What, what, what would it be? I mean, piercing? Oh, you mean like I'm making an attack on myself? What you're doing is you're seeing how close this dagger does mm -hmm. enter your body, mm -hmm. but how close does it come to puncturing the heart that lays inside your chest? Oh, I know what I'm doing. 
14 is plus 9. So it'll... This camera enters your chest. <laughs> and the steel <laughs> dagger... The kind of you shrunk the kids. Like hot butter, this knife enters this old flesh of this woman. And slowly it pierces her beating heart that's been caked with blackness because of years of smoking. <laughs> and as it just enters, blood starts to fill her chest cavity. And her heart starts to pump really quickly at first and then stops. And the camera comes out. And as Delira opens her mouth, blood begins to seep from in between her teeth and her gums. And this Baylor screams in agony. And your mother screams in agony. And the Baylor falls to its knees. And you now must make, you and your dragon must make a dexterity saving throw. Because after Delira has pierced her own heart, the Baylor has gone down and started to pulse with red hot rage. I can't believe I did that. And is a death throw. It is going to ex. This Baylor is going to explode. D Delira, did you feel any relief when you did that, your character? I just. Delira was just overwhelmed in that moment. Lyra killed herself. Uh, to do a con save, yes. Dexterity save. She had she had given up everything that that uh, she had to put it on the line for Vortai. She had given it up. She was willing to, and she had already br oath broken again. So she's a double her oath mother, breaker, right? And her would be. But Plus no, she like she yeah she had oath broken against him in a sense that she lied to him. But something happened where she saw truth and honesty in him, and she was willing to oath break everything to start anew with Vortai. But she realized that Vortai, then it was too late, and yeah. so and it, but it was also too late for her. So she found herself in between both failures and just hmm. wow. Couldn't fight for anything. This Baylor explodes. It is... That is its death throw. You need to make me a dexterity saving throw. Okay. The AC well. is 20. Wow. Okay. I don't know if I you're, can make this. Uh, you have a plus two, obviously, AC, because you're on the back of this dragon. Half cover. So, sorry. Is this is a, a dexterity... Oh, because this is for half damage, the dex save? It's 21. No way, really? I got a, I got a 19, yeah. Wow. I'm only plus two. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so you take 35 fire damage. And your, da your, your dragon does not suffer any damage from this explosive pop that Baylor gives. Well, he's hanging on by thread. And with that thread that he hangs on with. Does he have any realization of anything that's gone on? This very... Sweet, endearing gnome looks upon the destruction, sees the madness of his own father standing there. Screaming unto the chapel, it is ours! We will live! And deep down, 
you feel all right. (laughs) (laughs) The dragon climbs up the side of the wall, leaps from this chapel on the hill, the highest peak in Athcatla. And this exterior shot of this red presence, the shadow in the sky, begins to wave its wings as it flies into the sun with a tiny gnome on its back. And in the distance, you see this chapel crumble slowly as the camera keeps panning back and you see the the roofs of Athcatla are exposed again and again as you see this city. And we go to a window of a tower where a Rakshasa is watching the destruction of this chapel (laughs) in the northern end of this city. And this tiger man with his flipped hand as he takes a puff of his dwarven moss says to himself, just another day in Athcatla. And he turns around and begins to talk to two strangers he's never seen before, this Rakshasa. And the camera continues. (laughs) And we see the city of Athcatla as all of you have been destroyed as the guests from the royal wedding between Fortai of the Woods and Lady Delira Risi. To the bitter end! To the bitter end! A very sad and tragic end for this happening. It took a while, but God, there, what did we? to do. Only I knew to do was end me and not you. I love you, but not so much me. That's why I killed myself. Killed herself the suicide. Oh my god, I stopped and cried. Welcome to Athcatla. Thank you for your Subscribe to us on Patreon and YouTube wow. and Instagram Subscribe and Twitter. Thank you so much for watching, everybody. Patreon, we can't thank you enough. Instagram, Holy moly, what a long one. i got to get a child to bed. You guys have been fantastic. <laughs> uh, follow us on Twitter and uh, Beautiful Twitter. Instagram. And like wow. and Leave a comment, like, and subscribe. We'll see you guys again. Thanks for joining us. Ooh,